What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Secret Sauce Podcast, where we chat with the most people-focused Chick-fil-A operators from across the country about their secret sauce for creating a culture of care and a movement of multiplying leaders. On behalf of WildSpark, I'm your host, Josh Swing. Secret Sauce Nation, get ready. My guest today, Dustin Andrews, is unreal. Not only is he making an impact on his Chick-fil-A team in Lincoln, Nebraska, but he's also made a huge impact on our team. He's been a source of encouragement to me and our client success leader, Maggie Blown, who, by the way, is on the way back from Tokyo right now, where she represented the U.S. in the Olympics for women's javelin. So shout out, Maggie, you represented us well. Our sister company, Fire Seeds, has also had the opportunity to place two leaders with Dustin's team who have absolutely raved about their experience. Dustin's going to share how he empowers his team. He's going to talk about the insight he's gained on leadership being a three-sport collegiate athlete. Yes, you heard me right, three sports. And how being a girl dad has taken his levels of empathy to the next level. Let's dive in. Dustin, thank you so much for being on the show today. I am especially excited to have you on today just based on our relationship. And I feel like from the get-go, probably after a couple of minutes into the first time that we started chatting, like we were immediate friends for a number of different reasons. But, uh, but man, I wanted to say first, just thank you for coming on today. Josh, good morning, man. Yes. And I am so grateful and honored to be asked to be a part of this podcast. Um, you guys and yourself are fantastic and I really look forward to our time today. So thank you. Yeah, man. You're definitely a favorite here in the Wild Spark office. I'm a, I'm biased. I'm, I'm a fan of Dustin, but also Maggie Malone, who is, uh, is your client success leader, who I know you have a great relationship and she's helped serve your team and, and making sure that Wild Spark's running smoothly and, and generating the results that, that you want to see with some of your leaders. But yeah, so man, high praise from the Wild Spark team over here. And then man, knowing that when I found out like you were a hooper, I think there's a, a whole nother <laughs> level of, of connection. And so we both have a background in sports, but even specifically basketball. And, uh, and so we'll, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. We'll, we'll kick it off like we always do. But I know you've listened to a couple of the episodes, so you're prepared for this. Dustin, <laughs> what is your sauce? You get to pick one sauce for the rest of your life. You got to tell us what it is. Yeah, so this is a great question. I, I probably won't sh- shock very many people when they hear this, but it was the part of the question for the rest of your life that uh, that stuck out to me. And, and so I have to go with Chick-fil-A sauce. I often switch it up throughout the weeks and months. But if it were one sauce that I could stick with for the rest of my life, it would be Chick-fil-A sauce for sure. Man, you put s- such a high level of intention and thoughtfulness behind the question with the <laughs> for life part. You knew that like there's a lot of yeah. other sauces that you know I could pick as my favorite, but if I had to pick one for the rest of my life, it would have to be Chick-fil-A because obviously you can't live without it. And Easy think, decision there. I don't think anybody can blame you for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll transition here into the theme for this episode and, and what we're going to talk about for a majority of the podcast is what is the one thing that you are best at as an operator? If you had to like name your personal secret sauce, what would be the name of, of your secret sauce? Yeah, I, I think that it would be empowering the team. So I, I really just strive each and every day to just focus in on kind of allowing them to, to take ownership and their perspective areas of the business. 
And that goes from, you know, just really from the top tier leaders all the way out to, to our team members to empower them to execute the core on a daily moment by moment basis, just empowering them to, to do the best they can, encouraging them that, you know, Hey, we're all going to make mistakes, but most importantly, if, if we just commit to learning from those mistakes, we're going to be better the next opportunity that we have. So I would say empowering the team is my secret sauce. I love this. And, and I, I love that this is your secret sauce and just hearing you talk about it. I'm just imagining your team and I haven't had the chance to come, come visit your store, Dustin, but just the feeling of, of trust that probably exists there with that sense of empowerment, knowing that you're in their corner, you're supporting them with the decisions they make and how much more willing people are to make those decisions, to fail sometimes, re- recognizing that that failure is going to happen. But what's really important is they learn from those mistakes and they continue to get better every single day. So I, I'd love to hear, Dustin, your progression. Have you always just had this high level of trust in people or is it something you had to be super intentional about with essentially, you know, kicking them out of the nest or, or allowing them to <laughs> throw in some of the team in the deep end and, and letting them learn how to swim? Uh, yeah, no, this is definitely something that I had to learn just over time and really just digging into listening to my leaders and being intentional in that listening. Just what do you need from me as, you know, kind of your owner operator to just help you and propel you in the directions that you want to go and that you want to uh, chase the organization in. And so you mentioned just a second ago, the word trust and that for us here at Chick-fil-A 48th and O is everything. It's the foundation that we talk about on a regular basis that we do our best to build everything on top of that trust. One of the cool things that we've, as a, as a leadership team here have been going through is just sometimes that trust might get broken a little bit. What can we do to rebuild that trust with each other and just being vulnerable with each other and speaking honesty and truth and, and doing our best to, again, go back to that learning. How can we be better for the next day for, and for each other more importantly than, than ourselves. So it's definitely, I would even consider Josh this being a daily learning. I'm not sure that, that I will ever feel a hundred percent comfortable. I think just from, you know, my personality of really pursuing perfection and knowing that we'll never get there. And I'm a competitor, as you, as you mentioned, we both play ball and, and, uh, it's a learned thing for me for sure. Definitely not the easiest, but each day that we commit to it together and myself, it gets, gets a little bit easier. So. That approach is absolutely critical and knowing that it's like, it's going to be a, a constant growing process and getting better and better. And I think the moment that we think that, oh, like we, you know, we know everything that, that we can possibly know about how we're empowering our team or everybody's fully empowered. We can, we can rest, like we can lay off the, the gas pedal a little bit is the moment that we fail is the moment that we lose sight of that, that sense of empowerment. And that also say that vulnerability piece is critical that you just shared. Huge. Uh, and people feeling like they don't have to put on this front or cover up things or, or anything like that. But really cool to, to hear how that's impacted the team and how you've grown in that over time and that you are going to continue growing in that over time. And, <laughs> you know, we just, you just talked about ball. And so I do want to talk about that a little bit because I am yep. a big fan of, of athletics, being an, an athlete and the lessons that you can learn from it, what it can teach you and the opportunities that it can give you. And I know that what's crazy is you were an athlete also. You played three sports in college (laughs) at at Emporia State there in Kansas. 
which is crazy. Even high schoolers nowadays, like nobody plays three sports. Everything's specified. And you know, if you want to succeed and get to the next level, you've got to focus in on on one sport. And that's definitely out there and present in the world today. But you found a way to succeed at three different sports at the same time. And I'd love for you to expand on that a little bit and then just share how athletics has impacted your life and the role that it's played and the leader that you are today. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't have been able to compete in the three different sports that I did at Emporia State without the help and support of, of coaches and, uh, and professors and my athletic director at Emporia State as well. They played a huge role in helping me achieve that, uh, that goal that I had. But I mean, sports, Josh, going back from even being really little, it, it's taught me so many crucial, fundamental things that I think about in life. I mean, I think about, you know, one of them being grit. You know, I mean, a lot of us really have to practice. I mean, that's the whole, you know, the key, the, the famous Alan Iverson uh, interview I, I think about when we talk about practice. It's, it's true. <laughs> I mean, you got to practice your craft to continue to be better day in, day out. And, um, you know, so I grew up playing soccer and, and then transitioned into basketball approaching uh, middle school. And so, yeah, I ended up playing basketball primarily was my main sport at Emporia State for four years and then did four years of track and field. I was a high jumper for track and field um, and then did two years of football. Um, I was a place kicker. So I have to tell people I found that here in Lincoln, we're a pretty big football town here for the Huskers. And yeah. So when I tell them I played football, I've got to clarify now I was the place kicker. Okay. So <laughs> don't think that I was running routes or catching touchdowns. So because they're like, oh, would you play linebacker or were you a wide receiver? I'm like, yeah, I was a kicker. kicker. <laughs> but then I follow, <laughs> I follow that up quickly with, I did have two career tackles. So I laid a couple people out um, on some tackles. So that was fun. But let's go. That's awesome. I love the, the clarification on, I was a kicker, <laughs> but I did play football. Yeah. Oh, but um nothing yeah. against kickers out there nothing against kickers out there i uh going up and, and basketball being a big part of my life what you just said about iverson i'm just hearing the voice in my head like practice we're talking about practice yeah not a game but <laughs> how we talking about practice i know and alan iverson while he was a phenomenal player maybe maybe not the best role model but i would agree with what you said in being a college athlete i would totally agree with what you learned through athletics and how it can develop high levels of grit and what do you do when adversity yep. hits because it's inevitable right you're gonna have those hard losses you know you're gonna you're gonna face defeat nobody goes through their whole athletic career without losing and so it can teach you a lot about you know and how do you go in day in and day out and perfect your craft continue to work and get better exactly day and I think those are really important intangibles. And, and there's certainly other ways that you can learn those skills and traits other than athletics, but it's just something that yeah. um, a lot of times you can learn through athletics if you do it the right way. And, and you were shooting guard, right? Basketball? Did you play the I was. Guard? I was a shooting guard. Yes. I had the opportunity to play in Allen Fieldhouse twice as some of their preseason games and just playing in that arena was an incredible, incredible experience and, and super thankful that I was able to do that. I remember the first time that I was able to play in Allen, I was a sophomore and I'll never forget it. I was the first off the bench and came in and ran down on offense, back on defense. And thankfully the ball got tipped out of bounds. And then there was a TV timeout because I was so hyped and so ready to go that I was, I was hyperventilating. 
I literally could not breathe. So as I was walking back to the bench for the TV timeout, I could not breathe. Just having that experience and Allen that was was incredible and some of the people that I was able to play against and guard. They're still playing in the NBA today. So it's some, some fun stories that I'll be able to tell tell Piper, uh, my daughter, one day. So Yeah, that's so cool. And and yeah, I can definitely attest to that. There's situations where you just get like so hyped up and worked up. You go maximum effort for two possessions and you can't <laughs> breathe. And so thank goodness for that TV timeout that saved you from passing out potentially on the floor somewhere. Um, yeah. Well, man, you just, you just brought up Piper, who's your daughter for those that don't know. And what's really cool, Dustin, is we have daughters the same age. We're, they're both my, my girl, Elliot, is also around three years old. And I know Piper just, you just had her birthday party this past weekend for, for turning three years old. And I do want to talk about your role as dad and fatherhood. And, and it's radically impacted and shifted my world perspective. I know that that holds true for you too, but I want to hear how it's impacted you and, and what, you know, being a dad to Piper has, has taught you as a leader. I think the 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 one word that sticks out when is what what Piper has really taught me beyond just immeasurable love is is empathy. I think that that I had a mentor of mine tell me, you know, when you have when you have a little girl one day, if you have a little girl, it will literally change you. And I was like, I don't know if I believe that. I kind of like who I am. It it, it did change me, in fact, and it, and for the better. And I'm so thankful for for Piper. She's been such a such a gift and a blessing to Holly and I. And I think just the level of, of just empathy, I think that she has brought a sense of softness to me that at one time in my life, I was probably too proud to admit, you know, growing up in the sports arena, you know, being soft is not a, is not a positive, but I think that it's the softness is different with a daughter and I, you might be able to attest to that. And I, and it's helped me in relationships. It's helped me in my leadership, just watching her and, and the things that she is really good at, the things that she wants to be better at even at three years old. It's just so much fun to watch just all the joy through her eyes and, and her reactions to life. It's taught me a lot. It's definitely, it slowed me down in a very, very healthy, good way. So yeah. you used a key word there and that's empathy. I would say a hundred percent that that I would use that exact same word for what I've learned through, uh, through getting, getting to be a dad for the past three years. And it's just, opens your your eyes to this whole new world of, and level of care, I think, that can translate to teams, to your team that you work with and, and to the way that you you treat people because of what you learn from just seeing the world through that little girl's eyes. And like you said, and, and seeing the joy that she brings to life every day. And, and, you know, you want the absolute world for her. And I think it, it helps see that in other people as well. Uh, once you get to see that through having a little girl of your own. Yeah. Being a girl dad is one of the most awesome things in the world. I would, I would tell that to anybody who, who was having a girl or having kids I'd be like, man, once you have a daughter, it is just the best thing ever. So man, and tons of, agree. tons of fun too. this age. And I'm sure you can, you probably have tons of stories, Dustin, but like the things that they say and the things that they do are just oh. hilarious. Has Piper done anything recently that you're like, this is the funniest thing ever. People need to know this. Well, we'll be on a walk or just walking down the sidewalk together and, you know, she'll stop. And every, every little bug, I mean, she, she loves roly polies right now. And like, <laughs> it, she's, she's always constantly picking up roly polies and says, dad, dad, here, 
hold on to this roly poly. And I'm like, five. So I got five already. Like I don't need any more. <laughs> but then, but then it, what's fascinating about that is, is that we could just be in the garage or again outside. And if a fly comes near her, it's sheer terror. And so it, it it's just like, how can you be comfortable picking up all these little, little insects and, and bugs, but then a fly comes around and you just, you lose it as comfortable as she is with, with the roly polies and butterflies and all the, all the caterpillars and, and how and the enjoyment that I get to watch that, but to be there for her when she's terrified of little flies is so much fun. I get to be a hero in the protection of, of the big bad flies for her. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. And I think that even correlates to our teams and the way that we lead our teams, right? It's, we get to like celebrate all the little things, right? We get to have fun through collecting roly polies, whatever that may be for the individual that's on our team, right? It's not obviously roly polies, but the, the little things that they find enjoyment in at work, but then also like some of the fears that exist just naturally with decisions they're making or things like that, we get to support and be there uh, as, a, as a safety net for, for some of our team as the leader um, to support. So I think that's a really cool analogy that just came, came out of that story. Um, I, I know that we could talk about being dads for the rest of the podcast. Everybody else may find that a little annoying. So I'll, I'll shift. <laughs> I do want to hear about some of the people that have been in your life, Dustin, that have dramatically impacted your trajectory as a leader here at WildSpark. We're, we're big on this principle of being a multiplying leader, somebody who's impacting the next generation, who's mentoring. And so I want to hear about your mentors and just some of them. Yeah the big things that you've been able to learn along the way from some of those, those individuals in your life and give some shout outs too. don't be afraid to name drop. People love <laughs> to hear about the impact they get to make on, on people. And so, man, take it away. We'd love to hear about some of those people for you. Yeah. So thinking about just kind of this, the span of my life, I think, you know, all my path coaches um, have played pivotal roles in my development as a leader and I won't name all of them, but um, I think, you know, my high school track coach, he sticks out quite a bit, Coach Salzberg. And then, you know, growing up, one of my one of my uncles is a business mentor of mine, was sharing life and business quite a bit. My grandfather, I think of. And then going into Chick-fil-A, I had the, the opportunity and the privilege to work and learn alongside three other operators. So my first operator that I worked for was Brad Munson. My second operator that I worked for was TJ St. Romain. And then my third operator that I was able to work for and learn from was Josh Pritchard. And, you know, what I loved about working for those three specific operators was the sheer knowledge that they were allowing me to absorb and that they were willing to share with me um, was huge. And each one of them individually had strengths that I was pulling from. And I, I use strategies and thought process and systems that all that, that I learned from all three, even to this day, and uh, will moving forward into the to the future. So, you know, those would be some of the leaders that have played a pivotal role in in my development as a as a leader myself. And I'm just so so thankful for for their willingness again to share the inf- information and uh, and and allow me to make many many mistakes. And, and be there for me when, when I had questions that I really couldn't figure out the answer to. You know, all of them were there for that. So I'm super thankful. Yeah, I think there's a couple of key things that you said there. You know, they supported you. They, they taught you, right? They coached you in a way that allowed you to learn some key skills that have benefited you even, even today. 
but then also they empowered you. I think that's a, that's a theme today on our episode. It's obviously your secret sauce for, yeah. for, for a specific reason. And part of that was because it's the way that you're the leaders that were in your life poured into you and allowed you to make decisions and to learn fast and fail fast and, and learn from those mistakes. And it's so a really cool to hear just the opportunities that you were given by some of those operators and even your coach, your track coach at a young age to have the freedom to grow and to take opportunities to begin leading others and investing in others. I think what we talked about this earlier, this is just by like chance, but you know, you mentioned TJ St. Romain. I know Hunter who you trained, I think while you were with TJ St. Romain and all of you happened to use WildSpark. And I don't even think that any of you knew that each other were using WildSpark. So we, we, I got the chance to connect with, with each of you individually that's not by chance. That's because empowerment is a big priority for uh, for each of you in the way that you think about people. That really leads me into one of my last questions here, Dustin, was just looking specifically at your leadership development strategy for your team there at 48th and O and the way that you empower your people. I think this is a part of your empowerment strategy and how you're pouring into and supporting your team and making sure that they're growing these leadership skills so that they can better make these decisions and can continue to grow as a leader. So tell me about your leadership development strategy, the way that you leverage WildSpark, the impact that you've seen while being the operator there at your at your store. Yeah, you guys at WildSpark have just been been huge over this past past year um, with us and working with with our team and and providing us the resources and tools that that we have been learning from and, and implementing in, in our leadership in the business here at Chick-fil-A 48th and O. I think going back to that trust topic, that one for myself and my team here specifically was one that we took so much from and really spent quite a bit of time just talking through and thinking and just sitting on, on that word trust. What, what does that mean to all of us individually? What does it mean to us as a team? How are we going to build trust continuously, not not only for each other on our leadership team, but for our team that we have the opportunity to serve every day so that our holistic team can serve our community and everyone that, that we come in contact with every day here at 48th and Isle. And just WildSparks platform has been huge from just we we really enjoy the the way that it's designed and the 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 quickness of each lesson and topic we you know we have just gotten so much positive feedback from from the leaders and we just have really really enjoyed the process and it's it's been huge in in our development myself personally and our team so yeah. we can't thank you guys enough at wildspark man it's it's so exciting to hear you share that and that does mean it, it fuels our fire that's what gets us most fired up is just getting to hear about the real life impact that's happening as a result and how it can play a a small part in building that trust with your team the perception of trust sometimes Dustin can be like this big thing that it's like oh we either have it or we don't but in reality I think your perspective on it is much more accurate where trust is really just a culmination of the little things that you're doing on a daily basis. It's valuing your people. It's caring for your people. It's, it's listening. I think you said that earlier and, and hearing them and how you can best support them. It's playing that role of, of supporter and encourager along the way. It gets me, uh, it gets me excited just to, just to talk about that. I want to go build trust with my team. So I'll, I'll give you uh, we'll, we'll wrap up here. That's all we got for today. Dustin, I, I wish we could talk for another three hours about some of this stuff because there's a lot of value that I believe you bring to the table and a lot of wisdom that you have based on the way that you lead your team. 
Josh, I just thank you for your time. We're just a, we're just a people in process, just trying to do our best and give God the glory for, for all that we do. So I just thank you for the time, man. This has been a blast. Yeah. And all, all glory to God. I'd second that statement. I'd echo it. And man, I've, I've really enjoyed this. We'll have to do this again sometime. Dustin, thanks for being on today. And I'll, I'll talk to you soon. That sounds great, Josh. Thanks. Man, what a simple and powerful way to wrap up the podcast. That quote from Dustin is going to stick with me. We are just people trying to give glory to God for all that we do. Incredible perspective. Just like the example we heard about Dustin and his little girl Piper, we have to find ways to take joy and celebrate what our team enjoys, but also be extremely empathetic to what they struggle with because without trust and empowerment, there is no chance for people to reach their full potential. And high levels of trust, it really just boils down to doing the little things on a daily basis. If you wanna learn more about what that practically looks like, reach out to the team here at WildSpark and we can definitely help. You can do that at wildspark.com. That's W-I-L-D-S-P-A-R-Q.com. And if you have not already, please take five seconds to rate and subscribe to the podcast because guess what? There's more value headed your way soon. Stay saucy and we'll see you next time.